Welcome to That Nam's Podcast, a podcast produced by the New Anglican Missionary Society for those that have a heart for or are interested in church planning, discipleship, and world missions. On this episode, Servant General John Schuler brings the discussion of the planting of King of Kings Anglican Church in Charlotte, North Carolina, to the building of a network of 26 new or emerging Anglican congregations after five years. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to That NAMS Podcast. This is podcast number 36. My name is John Schuler. I'm glad to have you with us. We're continuing the story of the planting of King of Kings in Charlotte and the birth out of King of Kings of the King's Mission Network, which started in the greater Charlotte metro area, but spread in time uh, to multiple states and um, many congregations. And it's hard for me to limit the memories that I have of all this season, but I want to draw a line at the end of 2004 today and just tell you where we were by 2004. That's five years into the work. Five years into the work, King of Kings was flourishing in Charlotte, still meeting in the YMCA in South Park in Charlotte. But having helped to give life and hope and vision to a number of other congregations. By 2004, we had helped six other congregations to come to a position in their strength that they had an ordained leader. So with Kings, that meant seven ordained leaders in seven new congregations. We had organized five other congregations that were growing but did not yet have Um, an ordained leader. We had attracted to the King's Mission Network seven other groups of people who were planting churches as far away as Michigan and Southern Virginia. And of those seven, five had clergy and two did not. And we had targeted another seven areas to begin new work. So if you do the math, you can see that after five years, we were directly involved in either initiating or assisting or casting vision for 26 congregations, 26 new Anglican congregations. So I want you to pause with me and ask this question. What was different in Charlotte? What is it that gave this outcome to the first five years of effort where the initial beginning was one congregation? I'm going to suggest that there are seven things that were different in Charlotte. The first would be this. There was a pioneering leader who went to start King of Kings in Charlotte, a pioneering leader with a vision Number two, a vision of spreading the kingdom of God, not simply starting one parish, but with a vision of starting many parishes, a pioneering leader, a vision of spreading the kingdom of God by planting many churches. The third thing that was different is very quickly, that pioneering leader had an associate leader who was also a pioneering leader. Now, those of you listening know that I'm talking about John Schuler, who started the work, and Alan Hawkins, now Bishop Alan Hawkins, who became the pioneering associate of this work. 
That was the third thing, a pioneering associate very early in the work. Fourth, we built a pioneering network. The vision that we had in building a network of congregations that were starting was that we would encourage one another to be spreading the kingdom of God by planting new churches. We didn't have a vision of anyone joining the King's Mission Network to simply get one congregation started. We were inviting pioneering men to join us to plant one church that would help to plant another church that would help to plant another church. The fifth thing was that that multiplying vision was deeply embedded in the network. It wasn't simply embedded in the leader of the network or the associate leader of the network. It was embedded in the network. We focused carefully on the purpose of a multiplying network from the beginning. We didn't have time to think any other way. We wanted to plant Great Commission parishes, and we believed that meant parishes that were committed to disciple-making discipleship and understood that taking the gospel to all nations meant that every time a new established congregation was established well enough to be cared for and moving forward in the grace of God, that it was to help begin another one. So those were the first six, but the seventh was this. At that time, we were under pioneering Episcopal leadership. We were part of the Anglican mission in America, and therefore the Episcopal oversight that was being given to our network was oversight that was deeply focused on the reality of preaching the gospel and spreading the gospel by planting new churches. I left out of one of the seven, if you're being very careful, and that is we had a pioneering pattern. We did not start churches with 10 different patterns. We started with one. And that pattern moved through stages. We had in our pattern five stages. The first stage was target. Is there a place that we believe a new work could begin or should begin? We called that a target. The second thing, the second phase, was when we actually had a group of people who were beginning to meet, to talk and pray and listen to the idea of planting a new church. We called that an emerging, an emerging fellowship. We would travel anywhere that we were invited to speak, to share, to pray with a group of people that wanted to explore Could it be that God would have them involved in starting a new church? So targeted first, emerging fellowship second. After a few visits, we developed a pattern of organizing those fellowships. We gave them a pattern. The pattern that we suggested and used in those days was that they form small, home-based Bible study fellowship groups, and that once a month, Those people, whether one group in the beginning or two groups after a time or three, that they would come together once a month for a potluck supper, and one of the clergy of the network would come to preach and teach and celebrate Eucharist in that monthly gathering. We called that an organized fellowship. 
We then developed the fourth stage, which we called a recognized fellowship, or a, well, recognized, I think, was the word we used. And that meant that there was a designated and received leader among the people that were gathering. There was one of the laymen that was helping to gather that work that was emerging as the critical leader of that organizing, recognized fellowship. So that was our fourth stage. And with that in place, we began to pray and work and speak for and ask God to give an ordained leader for that work. Those five stages were the pattern that we followed. And in each case where we followed that pattern, we generally, almost always, ended up with a clergyman leading a burgeoning new work. So remember the numbers I shared before. After five years, King of Kings first, but six more congregations with an, organi- with an ordained leader, five organized fellowships, seven other congregations or emerging congregations relating to us in the network, and seven more locations as targets. Now, if you stop and think at all carefully about that little vignette, we're talking about five years. I would stay on as the pioneering leader to 2007, but this is a summation of where we were at the end of 2004. If you ask me how I know that, I can tell you. In that year, I was invited to share a church planning vision extensively in England, and also in that year, I was invited by the Archbishop of Uganda to assist in an evangelistic campaign in Kampala, an eight-day evangelistic campaign. And in preparation for that trip, I made a small notebook to carry with me, both in England and in Uganda, that just gave a summary of what we had done in the first five years with the King's Mission Network, born out of, birthed out of, King's Anglican, King of Kings Anglican Church. Well, you can see that the Charlotte story is different. And when we come together, God willing, next week, I'd like to gather up the principles that I believe need to be seen that make it not unique for you to internalize and live into these same things wherever God has placed you. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll look forward to being together again next week. If you enjoyed this week's episode of That Nam's Podcast, please rate, comment, and subscribe on whichever podcast platform you are using. Also, if you would like to get in touch with us or want to learn more about NAMS and our mission, please visit us on our website at namsnetwork.com. Thanks for joining us, and God bless.